Hey everybody, welcome to the Combo Wombo Podcast. I am your host, Mr. Gimpy, followed along by the one, the only, Chip Monk. What's up, bro? I need an adult. <laughs> What's happening, bro? <laughs> We're in the, in the aisles of life, coming through hot, looking at what's available for video gaming this week, as always, dude. As always, man. As always, bro. It's been it's been a uh, interesting week. Let me just let me just start off here. I know we like to say what we can. Been I up just to say? Can go I ahead, just go say? Ahead. Can I? I got something to say. I feel right. that display cases for video games have really got dystopian in recent years. Like everything's behind glass now. Like I feel like there was a time where they would do like open ended, beautiful displays of like all the video games and ele- consumer electronics out there. And everything's behind glass and uh, lock and key, so it's well, gotten weird. Steal it? Is that? I mean, theft is a thing. Yeah, but you know, like, how much were they really losing? Like, is it that much of a problem, or were they just like, ah, if we put it behind glass, then it's impossible? Well, I mean, they have the like most stores have like the display copy, right? And it's attached yeah. to that thing, so if you get, pull it, it'll like yank. So I mean, it's not like that big of a deal. The games that yeah. are like not new, you could just grab. Still, like you ever, you ever do any uh, any boosting of the games back in the day? Fuck no. Like <laughs> uh, if you write a, a fictional story, <laughs> no. But no, like, I mean, I worked at Target as a teenager, and I've seen people like steal shit. You know? Yeah, like, that's fair. Like it happens. I've never physically done any heisting. As far as like downloading, though, like questionable, uh, you know, like ROMs and stuff. I've definitely done that. So, right, right. I find that completely different, though, because like I mean, if you. Uh, physically like grabbing stuff from a, from a store versus yeah. digitally like clicking a link you know it's like it's it's two different two different animals <laughs> i feel if you download it nobody gets hurt is that are you exactly. still 3d printing exactly. stuff dude are you putting up files what if somebody downloaded those files from you bro well i mean you could put like no attribution you wouldn't, and uh, cc people <laughs> like i mean you wouldn't 3d print a car would you bro i would <laughs> I would if I had the filament for it. <laughs> it's just all about filament. That's why I think holding you back. It is. It is. Like, I think the filament would cost as much as a car at that point. <laughs> yeah. Also, if it gets like, like, you need to have like filament that's not going to melt in the sun, right? <laughs> <laughs> it's a big, yeah. yeah. I, I just assume you would do like the uh, whatever uh, wax filament that they have for like casting the parts out of like actual iron or something like you'd melt oh, it in. Oh yeah. 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 There's That's what a, I was, I'd assume you do something like 3d printers too. Like, All right. like 30 grand or something crazy that you could actually, if you're 3d printer, yeah. you, you'd use that. I feel if you could, if you can afford like to 3d print, like metal shit, like metal fabrication, you can afford the 3d printer in the car. So I think that's, that'd be it. Yeah. Like with the fact that there's a design for it, you know, like someone's already done it. You know, someone's out Definitely. there driving around a fucking 3D printed car. <laughs> yeah, I'm surprised it's not like an engine, uh, right? Right? They must you must like like pull an engine and drop it in like from something. I'm guessing like a like what's yeah, almost like like a Honda Civic probably because it's the most common car. Just like drop or, that in. And, obviously not car guys, but I'd assume that like all drivetrains uh, operate like kind of the same where it's like a single like push shaft that like you have different stroke engines that you just like insert into that and they have different that sounds so level. sexual dude <laughs> <laughs> you, got a, you got a different shaft with this good stroke that you just insert it come on <laughs> yeah bro and uh you just drop that in under, under the hood into the chassis dude <laughs> i bet you do 
Just make sure you got the rubber gaskets on there, dude. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> I'm surprised it's not. I'm sure there is, right? I, we haven't looked into it. I'm sure there's like an open source car out there that uh, people are using. Some hippies. Yeah. Well, was it copyright law? Uh, the OG designs for like the Model T are like publicly available now you know like all right so you're saying we got a 3d available. print a model t's that's the open source car i think you can i think you can you all know right. uh, I, I, even if they did the disney roll like, are, years or whatever i think it's still publicly available i feel like those are death I could traps. Be talking out of my ass but I, I, uh, I do know a little bit about copyright law and i'm pretty sure that's that's true i'm also going to talk a little bit out of my ass okay. <laughs> and say so that right. like a car that's a hundred years old is just basically a death trap compared to like modern uh vehicles like yeah, the, but, I modern mean, but cars have gotten so safe high either right but i would say that would make it more dangerous on a modern roadway mm-hmm. because like you wouldn't be able to like uh do anything you don't have like the visibility there's so many blind spots like i, I think you're hoping that other drivers are paying attention to the novelty of your car uh, enough where they're not going to hit you, but if they do hit you, you're going to die. Like you're basically in a death trap. I don't know. My my dad just bought a Model T uh, a bit ago to try and fix up. Which I'm like, that's a money pit. Don't do it. But uh, this sounds you know, made up, bro. Are, are you serious right now? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> this is what I would do. House, but uh, yeah. my dad, uh, you know, it is as he's as he ages got into his infinite like, wisdom rebu- rebuilding cars and stuff is kind of his like thing he's been rebuilding and selling cars he did a a firebird an old like 70s corvette uh uh he's keeping the firebird for himself i think for a few years he just got an engine for it and he's the drop did he grow it. a mustache no no the tom Selleck mustache for his <laughs> no, 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 no. But, All right. uh, but yeah he's been uh uh, he's been just that's been his uh hobby now so it's, it's not midlife a crisis if he doesn't have a uh tom Selleck mustache no, it's just he, a did, hobby. He, he, he went through the midlife crisis a while back so uh, <laughs> he, he, I grew, was just he grew a patchy beard and uh you know <laughs> yeah. shout out my dad <laughs> but uh yeah yeah man just putting together cars so personally attacked his... dude i've been growing a patchy beard Nah, your yours gets full though. Everyone's seen it. So <laughs> my dad just, just takes a while. At a certain point, you know, like where your beard is now, like because it's just it's just growing. You know, you basically got the goat. That's where my dad stops. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. That's all I can do, man. Yeah, 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 yeah. All right, so he's but, building a Model T. What's going on with this? Yeah, yeah. Uh, so he he initially started because uh, he got a he found a deal at an auction for like a Lamborghini body kit. Yeah, like that kind of started him on the whole thing because he like slap it on like a Mustang or some shit. I can't remember, but he was, he was hey, telling man. me this. I'm like, it's that's a body cool. kit. Come on, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that kind of got him into everything else. So he's been flipping cars. Uh, he's he's been he's been having the most luck with trucks, honestly. So like trucks uh, are huge. There's been a shortage on them. You can flip a truck yeah. all day long. If you can get, yeah, you can find like, a truck, dude. Like, like a lot of uh, Tahoes and Silverados. He's been flipping, but uh, Tahoes yeah. are a beast, dude. Those things then, last forever. Yeah, now that it's summer, uh, he just sold a uh, uh, BMW convertible or whatever that all all it needed was like a transmission, and no one wants to deal with like the, you know German parts or whatever, so no one does it. So yeah. he found a guy who happened to deal in that, so slapped it together for him and sold it for a profit. So you know, he's my my mom's probably like pissed because oh, there's like a bunch of cars in their in their backyard. Yeah, man, <laughs> it's like a fucking used car lot, but absolutely. Yeah. You know. Well, this is one of the things. It was like uh, on. It was like right at what's like something 
tacky if poor people do it, but uh, a flex if rich people do it. It's like having a bunch having of cars bunch in your yard. For sure. <laughs> <laughs> for sure. Uh, but yeah, dude, that's, that's, I forget why, why I got it. Oh, yeah. The Model T, bro. Model was T, out there yeah, working. Yeah. You started on this trade of like he was trading uh, from a Lamborghini kit to modding a Mustang to getting yeah. to the summer BMW. And now he somehow found a, a Model T, dude. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's what happened. So he, uh, when, when he, he still has the body kit, but he sold the Mustang. <laughs> okay. Yeah. It's like, all right. <laughs> I mean, you know, his body kits don't really lose value. You have no, space for no. it in your yard. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that would sit in a storage facility, I'm pretty sure. But yeah. Damn it, dude. This is where you got a problem, bro. When you start paying for like extra storage. Oh, yeah. He like, has like three storage facilities, dude. Like my mom's like, what the fuck? But yeah, you know, he needs my, to my just dad's build, like, build one he's, like, on semi retired, you know, like he's been working for himself for like 20 years. He's at his own business. So he's yeah. like really scaled back on how much work he takes. And now he's just doing hobby shit. So. You know, whatever, whatever. He's, yeah. he's like in his sixties now, so you know, whatever makes you happy. Whatever. Still young, man. I don't know. It's a, sure. this is a golden years, dude. We'll see, we'll see. So now he's doing this Model T business, eh? Yeah, 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 yeah. Next time, next time we chill. If we stop by my parents' house, I'm sure he'll talk your ear off. <laughs> we'll go back there, kick the uh, rubber yeah, tires yeah, yeah, or whatever, yeah, the bicycle sure. wheels that they get. For sure. Yeah, we'll see. <laughs> I almost ended up going down the same dark path of like cars and getting into it. Uh, and then I was like, what am I doing? I'm not going to do this shit. Money pit or just? No, it just seemed like a, a lifestyle choice. Like, cause the. Oh, it really you, is. Yeah. Like, cause I had like at my old house, I had like a huge garage and I was like, I could yeah. put tools in here. I know enough mechanically and I'm smart enough where I can like read diagrams and shit. I could probably figure out most of this shit that I need. Uh, and like, I had like a couple of neighbors that were like, you know, uh, home mechanics as well, where I'm like me and the old man around the fucking neighborhood could get a, like together and let's work on cars in this backyard. And then I was like, nah, I'm good, dude. <laughs> I'm just gonna keep playing video games, dude. I'll play mechanic is. simulator. If <laughs> I, right. if I want. Yeah, pulling this thing. <laughs> For sure. For sure. But yeah, dude. Uh, so as far as what I've been doing, uh, you know, we kind of got off on a change it there, but, uh, uh, the stealth game has been worked on as of yesterday morning. Uh, I right. I wanted to kind of touch on it a little bit, and maybe I don't know if you've had this issue, and maybe you will because I believe you're you still have your uh, your game on the docket, right? It's just on the back burner. I the, got a couple uh, games on the back game. burner. So picking up a project that you took a break for, maybe an extended break, like this one, I, I took probably a six week break, right? I'm on um, months, dude. I've, this I've one game I haven't touched since like last November, bro. Yeah. So it's I will year. say, I will say what's what's helped me this time versus all the other times is I actually took meticulous notes, and yeah. um, this is where you're like your game bible kind of helps out a lot too and if you take notes on what you want where you want to be and what you're currently working on so if you ever like take a break you can just read that and kind of like it jogs the memory and you get back to where you are so um um, when I when I stopped it, and also this podcast helped too. But uh, did you look when, back I, at the podcast for a reference? I did. I did. <laughs> You're like, what was so, I trying to do? Uh, so what I what I ended on was I I made a rudimentary patrolling AI that reacted to sound, right? Yeah. And I'm looking through the code, and I'm like, oh, I actually commented my code out and stuff like that. So I I it's knew big, what man. did what. So um um you know I I launched it, was moving around a little bit. Um I I still had like my footsteps, so so. 
the enemies reacted to it and, and following the path to like where I was if I was making too much noise. So that felt good, you know, like, did you like use, uh, something and it worked. Did you use folders and proper naming conventions, dude? I I, I've always done that. Like, like yeah. that. That's always been a part of me. Like, I, I'm not one of those like default guys who just go, okay, folder one, folder two, folder three, or new untitled folder, one, new folder untitled. One, folder <laughs> yeah, you know. Why is everything so. new object <laughs> with yeah, exactly. brackets? That's exactly. me, dude. I, it used to be me for a, a long time, but uh, yeah, just coming back to a lot of old projects, like I realized how important like naming conventions are. So it's like any object that I'm using, and like even uh, how layouts work in like your room or objects like we're like yes you use like a folder where i'm like this is room one and then inside that room i put like all the same objects that need to be in there and like i meticulously name each of those things yeah. to like a human syntax so i can like search it later off i'm searching for like i need like the northern light in this room or like all the lights in this room and like there'll be in a folder lights and like i can pull like all the lights <laughs> you know or like yeah. i need like the uh doors and like there's like a folder doors inside that room where anything that stores are like a chest or keys or uh yeah i just started doing that at some point where i'm like yeah this is important but what turned me on to that was like uh, art for photoshop where like i just mm -hmm. do everything on kind of like one layer uh and then i'd come back to like these old art pieces and i'm like how did i have this laid out because it's just a bunch of like layers uh not named at all and i'm like all right i should probably name these because like uh i think what happened was i had like one particular art project that i got commissioned by somebody uh, and they were like, Oh, I'm going to go in a different direction. Can you just send me the files you got? And I'm like, yeah, no worries, man. And like, I was like, looking at my files that I had. And I was like, Oh shit, dude, I need to label these. Cause somebody else has asked <laughs> to work on this file now. Like, uh, yeah. 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 And then I was anyway. like, uh, opening up older stuff too. I realized that like that person might be me in the future of like, if, yeah. like I have to come back to like a file and like none of it's labeled. I'm like, Oh, that's me, dude. I have to come back here and, figure out what I was thinking back then. Yeah. And I think that it's could rough. be, you know, stated for like every long-term project, you know, it doesn't have to be like a game dev, you know, maybe you listen to this if you, you know, just to hear us talk about gaming stuff, you know, maybe, maybe chill, but, uh, it's just vibing, bro. We're just, on just, the... just take, take notes. And then I think it's the most important thing I did for, for this project is I took notes at my stopping point. And, and how did I like, like, you know, I'm not some sort of like, future man you know <laughs> this goes, yeah. gonna, i know i'm gonna come back to this so whenever i i ended my session of of working on the game right i just wrote a little note on i, I just used you know google docs to for this like my progress for the day what i worked on and what i plan on working on my next session so nice. getting into that habit has helped and it's something that i learned like on my day job actually so you know like i yeah. I, I have a pretty big project that i'm finishing up now and doing that helps me you know, even though I'm working on it every day, it just kind of got me into the good habit of for to help remembering, you know, just taking meticulous notes. So I think that's something that, uh, you know, no one really talks about. Cause whenever you see like, like, uh, YouTuber, YouTubers who are working on video games or something, they're, they, like the ones who actually get stuff done are working on it every day. Right. Or they're working yeah. on a smaller project and it's usually like a teaching tool. Um, you know, it's it's not like like the I you know I'd say like hyper hobbyists like we are at this point, right? Where yeah. we we like making it, but uh, we have we you know that's not our number one. You know, like we have a life to get back to. We got you know other interests, things like that. But we all will always come back to it. And I feel like like that's a that's like a sect of people that don't get any love. You know, from this, it's like okay, working yeah. on this, you you know, you did it every day for six months or whatever, like. 
you know, sometimes it's like for your own sanity, you got to take a break and that's understandable. Just uh, make sure you're taking notes. You know, that's yeah. the main thing. I Definitely. I, I usually just do like a to-do list. Like, like I use Notepad now. You said you use Google Docs, but for me, I'll just, uh, I literally just have bullet points uh, of like what I got to get done next time. Or like I'll, whenever like an idea comes, like I'll also use like uh, Evernote on my phone for like, I'll just oh, like yeah. write down like a quick note to myself. And I'm like, oh yeah, add this, 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 and this. Uh, and like, I usually just kind of break it down like almost as if you're a teacher, like uh, preparing like a lesson syllabus, that's kind of how I do it for myself where I'm like, I need to do this and then this. And then, you know, it's usually like a little quick bullet point step by step or like sometimes it's just broad general ideas of, of things I'd like to add to the game. Uh, and then I, what I like to do now is like I parse it out to like a, almost like a wish list of things to add uh, to the game. And then, like, I have, like, the MVP, like, the minimal viable product of, like, this is, like, the bare bones, like, to get the functions done. This, this, and this. Like, to have a playable game. Uh, and that's usually really hard. <laughs> to just get, yes. like, the... Yeah, yeah, the it's bare, not easy. Yeah. yeah. You're like, oh, yeah. like Because, like, what happens is, like, the things on the wish list end up, like, creeping into, like, uh, the bare bones. But, like, just throw all that away. There's, put that all to the wish list uh, to, like, what you'll do at the end uh, yeah. because so, you'll so, usually you'll usually get there right right exactly and i think that's the other thing i think we've touched on this before but i'm, I'm gonna i'm gonna say it again um when you're prototyping an idea right that prototype typically is not going to be like the first level of your game or the final product right you can scrap that whole fucking thing when you're done and start from scratch you know now you you could probably like reuse some of the code if you if you liked it you know like movement code dash code things like that enemy ai like right now i consider myself in the prototype stage right yeah uh once i'm done with this prototype i'll definitely release it so people can test it out but then i'm gonna you know work on the fucking actual game like i showed i showed the uh what the school will look like like i showed a room in the school prior um i've you know uh uh, you know, talked about what I'm doing. Um, I have a layout that I drew out completely for the school. Um, just when I'm working on these systems and stuff, I just made like like three rooms, you know, like yeah. just to make sure everything works. Uh, and then I'm going to, you know, branch off and make the big fucking project. Is that how you work as well? Or do you make everything at once? Because I found like, like in the projects that I've completed that I didn't work on every single day, um, prototyping first and then working on the big thing has exponentially made me like better at completion you know yeah um that's, that's... i definitely kind of go the same route of prototyping like for the dice game that i made where it's like basically pokemon with dice yes. uh, minus the capture system it's just like a pokemon like it's like an rpg battle system uh for that the first thing i did was like just made a blank room layout and then i made it where I could create a dice and I was like, all right, I can create a dice. And I was like, all right, if I can kind of click drag and then like add it to a place where it gives me like a, a, a debug screen with like uh, the, you know, just the raw values printed out. Uh, so then I was like, I did that. And then I was like, all right, if I can get that going, then I, if I basically have a random number generator. All right, yeah. that's done. So I, I basically prototype the idea of like a random number generator. And I was like, it's easy enough to like subtract those values if I'm printing them out somewhere. So uh, I considered like the entire battle system done at that point. It, and all it was, was like a, a blank screen with a dice that shows up with a random number and I could drag it onto a platform. Uh, and from there I was like, all right, the next thing I need is like a uh, movement to get to the battles. And like, I knew I was going to use like a three grid, like just goes infinitely. 
or yeah. as much as I wanted. So I created like a, a simple grid generator, and then I created like a uh, a pretty uh, easy movement thing where like you click on where you want to move, and then it goes there. And I had problems with that in the past because I was like, all right, what do I do? Am I using like an array here? Blah blah blah. And I was like, let's just keep it simple, right? Just prototype it. So what I did was like, I created a collision box around the main character, and like wherever that collision box is, like that's where you can move. So I just limited the movement that way. Uh, so it's like a basically a three by three in front of them, and okay. like wherever that is, you can move, and it only does it one time. Uh, and then I was like, all right, so I got scene one, scene two, and then connect those together. Yeah. Uh, yep. So like. I kind of like you were like, even now we're like, uh, the next game I've been talking about working on is like a multiplayer, you know, uh, slay the spire, uh, clone. Yes. Uh, and for that, like, I've been just trying to do the minimum viable product for that. And I was like, all right, let me try and just use an inventory system. And I kind of got the basics of it working. I was like, ah, shit. Now I need to actually like try and code <laughs> from here. Yeah. Uh, and so like, I've just been pushing it off for like weeks now, uh, instead yeah. of working on that. I've just been like, ah, how much do I really want to do this? <laughs> I, you know, I will say like, as someone who's made an inventory system before, and I, I believe you have as well, right? Maybe like, yeah. like what helped me was I actually did it in Excel, like named everything, okay. did columns and stuff, and then made an array in games. But I had like a visual representation in Excel, so, you yeah. know, so that that helped me purpose like a, a huge amount. So like all sword, all swords were like 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 two and like a, a letter after it stuff like that one sec <laughs> oh man <laughs> one sec <laughs> yes flag bro yeah i've definitely thought about uh listing uh things in an excel sheet for like cards and stuff to uh get things done but you know it i think like that helps like a excel spreadsheet like depending on the game like flow charts uh a pen and paper like just writing things down uh drawing uh diagrams for whatever you're doing. Yeah. What I do is I, I try and like start white box or gray box an environment, make the minimum viable product and and then like go from there. Like, but it, it, what you talked about earlier was like huge, just like journaling, tracking things. Like I yes. kind of break those down into uh different objectives. Like I would say like your A objectives are like the MVP things that you need to get the game running. That should be like primary uh, B ob- B objectives are just like value added things like uh, to your gameplay, your core gameplay loops or mechanics or things you'd add there. Yeah. Uh, And then like C objectives are like nice to have things. Uh, It's usually like flavor text, graphics, or like maybe like a special ability or something you add in. These usually come in like your polish phase, like at the end, the last, uh, you know, 10%, which takes as long as the last 90%. But uh, yeah, I I think journaling is huge. You you should have like a to-do journal, uh, what needs to be done. Uh, what got done, and then maybe like a debriefing journal, like what went well, and then what could you do better, like at the end of the week. Like debriefing, like it should take a long time the first week you do it, but then after that, it's just kind of like maintenance of like, all right, just more of the same, and like what more you got done, what could uh, you do better, like in your processes and stuff. Like, right. So it's a constant uh, flow changing uh, thing, bro. Like, it is, know. man. It is. But yeah, yeah, just uh, going back to it, like, um, so far this project has been the one where I've been most organized and most prepared for things like extended breaks. So, um, you know, it's a, it's a good thing for the project. I, I feel that it will, you know, get done or yeah, you're making progress, point, then. you know, it's, uh, 
like a lot of a lot of projects you know are stop start especially in the hobbyist indie devs kind of thing it's like oh i did this what do you have is the game done nah it's just right here you know that's like <laughs> a lot of it which i mean we we know how that happens we know what it is you know but yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm excited about it. I'm still excited about the project. So, you know, have you, have you ever had it where you're working on something and then like midway through, you're just like, nah, <laughs> you just grab it. Uh, uh, I mean, that's kind of where I was at with the inventory system where I was like, ah, yeah. I got to like start because I know like uh, Unity has uh, object scripting language for specifically for adding like a ton of nonsense in from like an Excel spreadsheet. And I'm like, sure. yeah, I should probably go just code that and like <laughs> start over at like C sharp. Uh, and so I was like, damn, that's kind of like what sidetracked me here for a couple of weeks on that, where I was just like, nah, I need to, I need to do this from the ground up and just do it right. And I've just been postponing that because I know how much longer that takes, you know, like, uh, right, right. it's, and like another part of it is like, uh, learning new systems and stuff where I'm just like anything to like, just push that off the pain of like doing things. It's just tedious. Like, that's the problem. It's like, it's not, none of it is difficult. It's just like very time consuming, very like repetitive task, especially if like if you have a ton of like cards that you have to make. It's like even if like I put all that into a spreadsheet, that's gonna take a long ass time. Like uh and there's no real payoff, right? Like it's it's a it's a huge scaling problem. Uh, but like if you have your fundamental system right, like it's just plugging all those values in uh at at whatever pain point that's gonna be. It could be a spreadsheet, it could be like a, a list, it could be an array. Uh, however you're programming that in, uh, it could be, you know, your scriptable objects or whatever, but like, you're still going to have to, at the end of the day, type up, you know, seven, 800 objects or whatever. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And then, and then comes the fun part for that, for your project in particular balance. <laughs> yeah. got to figure out balance. I was asking people yeah. if they know how to run like a Monte Carlo simulation. <laughs> like, I'm, like, God damn. <laughs> I'm like, I don't want to learn how to do this. This is bullshit. Uh, yeah yeah but i mean you know it, it seems like a very fun project and also it's it's one of those projects where where um you and i have dabbled in net play you know but yeah. we've never completed a game with net play you know yeah. i think i think it's been retroactively added to games but not made from the ground up with it in mind so i'm i'm really really excited for this i hope you get fur- further on the project um yeah, yeah i was already like thinking about like specific problems and then i just kind of borrow from like how other people do it because like one of the things i was worried about for like the battle system was like how would i deal with turns and then i just like realized oh yeah i'll just use a timer like hearthstone does uh and then yeah. like e- everything's timed out and it just executes within it so the server will have a clock and like that that'll be like what's based there so yeah. i don't know there's already like me thinking about like future problems that haven't even shown up yet. And I'm just like, ah, how am I going to deal with this? So, <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Do, do you keep that in a journal as well? Uh, no, but it's like always running in the back of my mind, which is probably worse than if I just like put it down <laughs> on paper somewhere of like, you know, like just get it out. Like, like, Oh, things to worry about later, you know, like uh, sure. timing and battle uh, turns for sure. in your, for sure. in your turn-based system, you know, but yeah. Yeah. Yeah, there's a, uh, another. I just thought of this, and I wanted to get onto the next topic, but I'm gonna put this on right now. Um, when I'm making a game, especially working by myself, a lot of my games were done with my brother-in-law, and usually it's us talking back and forth. You know, um, mm-hmm. I will say working by myself, um, I have to have a soundtrack to the game I'm making. You know, not necessarily the in-game music, but like to, for me to work to. 
mm-hmm. you know, like that's that's helped a ton for just like focus. Or now I associate a certain song with a certain portion of my game, you know. Yeah. So that that's helped me through. Um, do you have anything like that that like, keeps you focused, or or you know something that you're kind of working with? Whether it's like um, having a TV show on in the background or something, I'm just I'm just curious on your like work state. For me, like I usually at some point decide to like commit to a project and then I just schedule it. So for me, like a schedule is just really important. Like even if I fall off that schedule, like the project's doomed, like I'm probably never going to get back to it. Gotcha. Uh, like I need to, like I'm very schedule oriented, like on everything where like I, I have like calendars and stuff where like I'll write down like times a day where I'm supposed to be executing certain things. Uh, sure. And, like, I don't know, like for me, that's huge uh, for music and like, vibing and stuff i like to have like a complete quiet uh oh really okay yeah yeah like uh i'll like stand up and like walk around like think through problems a lot of like uh and then like just trying different things like we've kind of talked before like on our like uh process of problem solving for me i just keep throwing things at the wall until like i get something to stick uh is it the best way to do things but like i've failed enough where like i've gotten a lot faster at uh solving problems that way uh, and then again, it's probably not the best. Like I'll try maybe for like two or three hours to like figure something out by myself, then go look for a solution online for like maybe an hour or two, and then like come back to it and like try and solve it myself if I couldn't find it online again. Uh, yeah. usually like just read now other people like figure things out helps, but, uh, and then some, it usually takes me like a day or two doing like problem solving that way, which, yeah. you know, yeah. it is what yeah. it is. I'd say that like solo devving, uh, one of the things like when you do need to do problem solving, you need to find ways to do that. I think like knowing you, knowing Professor, knowing like my brother-in-law Sir Solace, like I can t- if if it gets to the point where I just need to talk to someone and talk out the problem, you know that helps. I have you guys to like bounce off of, and not everyone has that, you know. So yeah. I mean, I know we, on our problem solving uh, uh, pod we said, oh yeah, you utilize your sources like Twitter, you know, Reddit, things like that, where you can kind of interact Get with the community, there. which is huge, but. Uh, you know, I, I I think like for me, like having you guys is a huge huge benefit because uh, you know a, a lot of times when you talk to just friends who you're like, hey, I'm making a game, and they give you like surface level encouragement. You know, yeah, like, oh, uh, good for you. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's so, nice. Oh, yeah, yeah. So I mean, I think it's nice to have like a sounding board for that. And as I've said on the pod, you know, before, if anyone's like listening or watching and you're working on something, you need to work something out like you know post a post a comment you know well i'm i I look at the comments all the time definitely go back and forth if we need to you know like we're i I think the end of the day we just want people to keep making games you know like if if it whether it's not us whether it's you guys like game creation is amazing and uh you know just got to keep doing it sometimes you need you know outside influence to push you through yeah it definitely helps and it's just about making progress and trying to build that consistency into it. Like, uh, you're going to run into problems. You're going to have like uh, dead ends, but like, uh, and then like, sometimes you just got to give up on stuff. Like you said, man, sometimes you just hit things and like, All right, I'm done with this. <laughs> like, and, like, that's okay, man. Like, it's okay to like walk away from stuff. Uh, especially like it's a lot of your free time and stuff, but, uh, and then I would also say like, as part of like just the tracking progress and like different objectives, like, uh, for C level objectives, those are things that are nice to have, but yeah, you can also delegate that out to other people, right? There's nothing wrong with like going to like uh, buy music or sound effects or like graphics. Like uh, it's things that you aren't necessarily passionate about, or you could just pick up 
way like at some point you have to do like your time value analysis it's like yeah yeah, where it's like do i want to spend like three weeks working on one character like maybe if it's the main character but now you have like 50 other characters in your game you have to make like for this (laughs) card game like i want to do a lot of the art for it and like i know that's going to take up the majority of my time uh besides like you know the creating product like the the bulk of the time is just going to be building a way to make it and then, like, I'm already just bummed doing that. So I've been pushing it away. I'm like, ah, I don't want yeah. it. Like, there's different pain points. And, like, I, for me, like, I know, like, a thing I would look forward to the most would be, like, working on the art. But, like, I can't even get to the thing I want to do until I do, like, the the boring stuff that I don't want to do. So it's, it's yeah. a constant uh, battle you're in, you know? I get that. I get that. Yeah, man. So, so yeah, just, just I'm happy to update the pod on it. You know, like I said, one of the yeah. reasons for this pod for me is uh, to have a record of what i'm working on to kind of force myself to continually work on it you know and yeah. i think it's it's helping um onto the top uh, like just greater gaming topics that i did want to get into today uh sony state of play happened a few days ago at the time of this recording and a cool. uh, couple of couple of games were announced um spider the the 2016 release of spider-man um is coming to pc uh which is pretty huge because sony has been slowly trickling out their really highly reviewed exclusives to pc now so you know no to xbox of course but pc's getting it which is actually pretty huge you know they got uh, god of war they got horizon zero dawn we have uh spider-man coming in august so i think that's pretty big truthfully Um, a lot of them are on their streaming service too for like the pc and it still sucks dude like i tried to cancel it bro and it wouldn't let me (laughs) <laughs> like, i like hit the cancel button and it just gave me like an error page and i was like yeah all right whatever i'll deal with this later and then like, i left dude they just they basically robbed me uh, because their their online service is so bad right now but yeah they have you sony you are not the uh the bastion of hope when it comes to streaming games online yeah dude i was just like ah this is but i don't know i haven't been yeah, using yeah. it and I was just like, oh, yeah, I still have that Sony thing. I should probably cancel that. It's been, like, over a year. Yeah. Like, I played the few games on it that I really wanted. Some of the games on there, like, uh, you said, like, uh, Zero Horizon and stuff. I was like, damn, uh, those actually look kind of fun. But they also have them on PC now. And I'd rather just play it on my new laptop instead of, like, this janky uh, yeah. 720p streaming service that they have. <laughs> right, right, right. right, right. Uh, and so I was like, yeah, all right, I'm just going to cancel this and buy, like, the two games I really want to play. And then it wouldn't let me cancel. And I was like, damn it, Sony. So. <laughs> Totally this has been my experience. I haven't tried again. I'm sure if I try again, it'll be fine. Right, right. It, it'll probably um, be fine. Uh, what else was announced? Um, oh, Final Fantasy 16 was announced. Um, I don't know if it'll be exclusive. I'm assuming that it's going to be cross, like you know, cross-platform release as as they've been in recent years. Outside, of course, Final Fantasy 7, which I. Which is also which also came out on PC, right? So, or yeah. it's rumored to be coming. I can't remember, but uh, you I know, don't think but, it did. I don't know. I think there's. I know the other rumor. one came out. Did anyway, they? Anyway, whatever. No, no, I don't think it did. I don't know. I anyway, I think it's still rumor. I'm getting rumor. And did they remake Final Fantasy One yet? Did that drop? Uh, After oh, made the uh, uh, chaos. chaos. Yeah, that dropped. Yeah, that dropped. That dropped. How was That's, that, man? Uh, uh, I bought it. I haven't played it yet because it's co-op. Oh, I was wow. like, oh, this would actually be really fun to co-op through, right? So I'll let you yeah. know. I'll let you know. <laughs> <laughs> I convinced two other buddies to buy it. Just we're we're on different wavelengths right now when it comes to timing for yep. like games because like there's a three hour time difference, you know. So 
like when they're up i'm asleep and vice versa so we'll we'll figure it out but um i actually heard the gameplay was super fun so All right. i'm I looking got, forward uh, to fighting chaos <laughs> chaos uh, other non news news uh we talked last week a bit about like uh amazon online gaming service and we're like what the hell's going on with that yeah. and i happen to be looking at like tablets that over on the amazons they have like a whole Luna gaming streaming service, like Ubisoft shit on there. They have like a bunch of retro games uh, for like Sonic and shits on there. They have like a bunch of weird old Sega games on there uh, for like your TV. <laughs> you don't listen to me, do you? <laughs> Not at all, bro. I tuned you out completely. Uh, I think, well, we touched on it. But go no, ahead. <laughs> no, we, we touched on it, but like I hadn't seen the catalog. And like if they're like going through the catalog, they have like a... The hell's it? The uh, Far Cry's on there and shit. So yeah. I don't know. Yeah, Destiny Two was a big, big get for them. Uh, yeah. So, so their big gets are still pretty, pretty trash, dude. Like when, honestly, when we, when we did our uh, streaming episode, we went over this in the catalog. Did we? That sounds yeah. right. When was the yeah. streaming episode, bro? You act like this was like probably yesterday. About, probably like a year ago. Yeah. Like, yeah. Oh, you don't recall like the sorry. games Amazon streaming service offered a year ago? We talked about. My bad. My bad. I remember. I don't, bro. I don't. <laughs> I don't. You know, I, I listen to you, but I don't remember things you said a year ago. I'll be honest. <laughs> gotcha. Gotcha. I'm hurt. I'm hurt. I'm gonna be honest. <laughs> I don't know. I happened to like fumble into it based on our conversation last week, and yeah. I was like. Oh yeah, they still have games here. They're still trying to do that, huh? Yeah, yeah. That that was cute. Failing, uh, <laughs> but um, is it failing? Like again, I, I think they just kind of look at it as like a value add to like their bigger streaming service that they're they not offer. adding anything else. Like the, like their last, there's there's no big new acquisition, you know, right? But like there's like, nothing to acquisition. Do like everything's bought up or owned or they're happy no, no, where no, they I, are I for purely for streaming though. Like uh, like Stadia yeah. is still getting games signed up for it, which is crazy um bloodlines 2 will be on feel, stadia did they kill well. stadia like the physical product yes in theory but you can still pre-order and get it like right. like i don't i don't know google is the absolute worst when it comes to maintaining their physical hardware yeah. um outside of the pixel which i am a pixel owner um they've been trash at everything else they've offered to people which is like even like google glass shit like that like i'm always like on the fence on getting a google product um that being said i actually do like the pixel phones i do like the pixel buds um you know but anything else they do it's it's with intense caution that i will that i will do it so like so what, and, and how... game streaming we're not in the what i've mentioned before we are not in the right internet space to have true game streaming yet speeds are too slow in the western world and uh you know like like the way games rights are it's monopolized on certain platforms and things like that i it's a whole legal thing so you don't actually own the game you're you're basically have paying for like a as long as you have the service rental of it which i'm hugely against i i when i buy a game i own it fuck the rental bitch like service so that's all i don't know you got the (laughs) professor's deck in your hand I did. I did. I did. I did. <laughs> yeah, so what did you think uh, about that, bro? The Steam Deck. The Steam Deck was really nice, dude. Um, You're talking about the streaming service and stuff? Does that well, kind of not, bridge the gap of no, like. Uh, that's, all, that's actually It's on all your, local. It's all local. Yeah, it's not streaming. It has uh, the ability to stream, doesn't it? Or Well, I mean, everything does because of Steam Link. If it right? has a screen, so, all right, yeah. 
Yeah, I mean, everything does. Like, my Android phone can stream a Steam game, but that's not the other point. Um, yeah. Uh, well, the Steam Deck's big thing is it's local. Um, I'm hoping... So I have a vacation planned in July, early July. I'm hoping that my Steam Deck gets here before then so I can use that on the on the plane. Uh, so your little Deck Envy? <laughs> Are you just trying to make this a sexual reference? Like, I'm just, no, dude. I'm just <laughs> asking about like, the... Yeah, professor's Deck in your hands. You got a little Deck No, envy. bro. <laughs> <laughs> Are you yeah, sure? Bro. You're going that I'm way. sure, bro. You're no. just, just, you turned just... everything weird. No, dude. dude like... you, you, are, you are literally... <laughs> Sipping some questionable things from that mug, and the content <laughs> of this of this spot has gotten more and more sexually overt. <laughs> but, <laughs> but Did you no, taste no, the no, deck. No. <laughs> right. Weird. Right. Do they put a chemical on I it, like say, the uh, Nintendo uh, cartridges? Build quality, and, and I'll have to own this before I give my full thoughts on it. Build quality, surprisingly sturdy and like incredibly comfortable. Like ergonomically, it feels really good to holding it. Um, I bet. All right. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, the it looks comfortable, I never, I, bro. I've never had this problem, but uh, it maybe it's because I, I I don't own it and I haven't like developed like the way to hold it. Um, the where the controls are laid out, where the thumbsticks are, and the triggers, it almost felt too big. You know, oh. like, and I was the person who had like the OG Xbox, you know, controller and felt fine the Duke. with that where people were all like, the Duke's way too big. I'm like, I hold it just fine. You know, and, yeah. and like my hands aren't like gigantic, but they're not small either. You know, like I, I, I have larger hands than, than you know, a lot of people, but all right. you know, I, I, I felt that, that the the Steam Deck's controller was too big. I played Rocket League on it and I'm very, very into rocket league so i'm very susceptible to a lot of, like comfort and frame rates and things like that frame latency. rates fucking phenomenal um latency fucking great like i i'm floored by how well the steam deck runs everything i've seen the professor throw at it um nice. so that great value add it's like it's like if you have a steam deck and a switch you probably don't need anything else honestly um yeah. especially, especially if you're playing casual like you don't really don't need anything else uh bad news with the steam deck though is that the uh the dock has been delayed indefinitely due to supply issues with like what they were doing, and they're citing the pandemic as a reason. Uh, so I fully expect a third party to come out with a dock a docking solution. Um, so we'll we'll see about that. Truthfully, I'm, I'm, see how it all plays out. I will say I'm not surprised because the dock has been. It was supposed to launch with the product. It did not. It's like six months later. Now it's indefinite. So who knows when the fuck it'll launch? But at least we, we're getting the handheld. Um, yeah, and it's just USB C, so there's already USB C to display adapters anyway. So you could probably like make your own shit, you know. So like a TV dock or something, or what? What are you doing? With this thing? Yeah, yeah. It's supposed to work like this. You, you have a switch, right? Or, or you've seen the switch? I've you only know, used the professors, and he had the. Uh, I've only oh, gotten the professors. Uh, Go ahead. In my hands. <laughs> it's not his deck. <laughs> no, you had his deck in your hands, bro. Yeah, yeah. Would you I like haven't touched his deck though. No. Yeah, are you thinking about it? No, I'm good. Dreaming about I, it. It would be nice if you brought it over. I wouldn't mind trying it. You wouldn't mind trying the deck? No, I'd take it. If you, you brought know. it into your home, laid it carefully in your hands. Yeah, you know, gently. I wouldn't mind caressing that uh, deck. All right, all right. Trying uh, it out, seeing what's, what it's all about, what all the hoopla is about. I will say the vibration for it is seems very weak, but I don't know if it was just Professor Settings or something like that, but it could have like a bigger vibration motor. You know, for when you're I can see that. Deck. I turned all that stuff down personally like yeah, i don't yeah, like no, it no, on no. anything like even like my phone and stuff i'm like eh. 
Nah, I don't need this thing never. shaking my electronics violently. Like if I set it down, like I need that. I need that. Um, we need that feedback. I do. I do. How's the yeah, uh, PlayStation controller been? Because I know that was like their big thing was like oh full uh haptic feedback on the controller as, triggers as and stuff I said, as i've said on the playstation episode uh or like when i first bought it the ps5 that is what next gen is this generation yeah. graphics and stuff all graphics and stuff are kind of looking they're pretty much everything you look at right now is going to look good objectively right yeah it's gonna look yeah. good. um we're in the future it's the awesome playstation 5 controller is what next gen is right now and i that's still the gold standard that. yep Yep, a hundred percent, hundred percent. And so this was like a, a weak limp uh, vibration compared to that. It was like you yeah, were feeling it. Yeah. You're like, dang. Yeah, exactly. And, and so I mean, you know, like I said, when I get one, I'll tweak with tweak it and stuff. Uh, one thing that's confirmed with the Steam Deck, though, that was pretty awesome. Remember, we talked about it. Is was rumor VR was supported on it, right? It's not officially supported, but uh, ALVR works on the Steam Deck, so you can oh. just like sl- strap that shit in your pocket, have your Oculus Quest on, and just fucking play vr games man so nice. that's that's exciting uh you know i i i am going to try it with like the vive uh because i have my my like the stuff that you plug in and stuff uh Ooh. see if i can get like an adapter switch or something like that to uh display port to USB-C to see if i can get like the vive working on it that'd be pretty sick i sent uh, you and the professor those builds of the uh unity demos for like hdrp and stuff like i made like mm-hmm. a google drive of that yep, i wonder if yep, you could yep, get yep. those running on there because those are just like exes yeah, you probably could. I mean, it'd have to use a proton layers, but uh, yeah, you probably could. I don't see why you couldn't. Oh. Uh, Unity itself has a proton layer, so we'll yeah. see. We'll see. But yeah, yeah is it so, running like Windows stuff or is it all Linux? It's its own it's operating system. It's all Linux. All right. So maybe I should make like a Linux build of all this stuff for you guys. Yep. Yep. It'll be interesting. But yeah, man, I think that's that's kind of where, where we're at um, with the Steam Deck and stuff. Uh, going back to like Sony State of Play, uh, something that I'd, I'd like to touch on is uh, Street Fighter VI was announced, and well, it was already announced, but it has it it, it um, showed us a new logo, um, showed us some gameplay of uh, Chun Li. There's uh, in-game models of Ryu. Um, it showed off a open world like single player mode um, where it was open world exploration, which. I'm actually not foreign fighters, you know. I, yeah. I think it. I think it detracts from the fighting itself. You think I, this I, is so caliber, bro? Yeah, I. I think like the best thing you could do for like a fighting game, if you want like an offshoot mode, I thought like Tekken used to do it the best when they had a beat 'em up mode using the fighting engine, right? Like yeah. it, it felt a little jank in times because obviously it wasn't meant for like a scrolling beat-em-up but like Tekken Force and stuff was way more fun and made more sense to have in the game than like some weird open world RPG mode with like you know the shittily inputted like specials and stuff so uh, don't need it bro yeah yeah I think that'd be it like obviously have an arcade mode a ladder mode stuff like that but uh, if you had like a a turn-based RPG (laughs) beat-em-up just yeah it makes more sense but we'll see I think the Street Fighter Six people are all like, "Oh, uh, some of the character designs look like trash." I, I thought they looked fine, and um, there are other leaks out that that um, there's a leak out that showed like a bunch of concept art for what the characters look like, and and Ryu had like the outfit that was in the trailer, and so did Chun Li. So these these are most likely going to be their new defaults. But then another leak came out showing all of the OG characters in their original outfits. So if you don't like the new outfit, just fucking pick the original. I'm sure it's going to be an alternate. So. 
Yeah, no, it's not that. I big mean, it deal. has to be at I this think, point. Un- unfortunately, yeah, these motherfuckers are like the Ronald McDonalds. Exactly. Uh, exactly. Uh, Street Fighter is, is such an institution that if you change the default look, you will get hate, and they know that. So they're gonna they're gonna show off their new designs, of course. But they're all they're they are mark my words, always going to have the exact OG. Yeah, I mean, they've tried going different directions with like barely any of the original characters in there, and people lost their minds. This is probably like the worst selling. Street Fighters of all time, so it is what it is. Which ones? I don't know. You know, the ones that came out for PlayStation 2, whatever. <laughs> I'm not huge into Street Fighter. I know I they've had you. like a I few where you. like they had like a bunch of, they added basically like a whole new roster of characters and people just like flip their shit. They're just like, oh, this isn't Street well, Fighter was, anymore. That was uh, the first release of Street Fighter 3. They only had Ken and Ryu. And they had yeah. like, Chun-Li and stuff later with Third Strike and stuff. But uh, that game is remembered fondly now. But you're right. On release. At the was, time, dude, the people have lost their shit, on, dude. On release, yes. Yes. But people but, are like, Street uh, Fighter's dead. Street Fighter will never die. Um, but yeah, I'm people hoping. People like, said Street Fighter was dead before the... Uh, PlayStation 3 came out, right? With the the hot new take on it with all the 3D stuff. They're like, oh, I can't go 3D. Well, oh. yeah, but then Street Fighter 4 came out and showed everyone that that it's still it's still awesome. You know, Street Fighter Net 4 came out broken, on the, bro. <laughs> Street Fighter 4 came out on the PS3 and Xbox 360 and it single-handedly revived the fighting genre. So, yeah. you know, we're getting off topic. Now. We're getting off topic. But yeah, that was the other big announcement. Um, you know, just to kind of uh, wrap up today's episode. Um, I have to say that um, one of our one of our things we said were, you know, we're kind of Who like was it now. that said that the characters don't matter? Was that uh Marvel versus Capcom, where they're like yeah. Marvel versus Capcom oh. Infinite, yeah. yeah, yeah. People don't yeah. care about the characters; they just care about the fighting types. So, so here's what happened with that. <laughs> another tangent, but I'll go real quick because no, I'm just saying like how too. important the characters actually are. Because like I, I feel like people are like, oh, whatever. You can just throw in palette swaps, and nobody really cares about like if uh, Ken or Ryu or Chun Li's in like the damn game. They're not characters. Yeah, no. yeah. Um, so the so the uh, game director came out and said that. So he said that as a way of trying to control, trying to get out in front of the PR because you know they're Spin like it. we don't have Doctor Doom in this. You know we can't. We they they couldn't. Um, Marvel's Capcom Infinite was it was fucked from the beginning. It's a licensing because, nightmare because Marvel would not let them use characters that were not in the MCU. So no Wolverine. You know no Doctor Doom. You had to use they, they swapped these characters with other, with other characters to give them similar moves. Like Captain Marvel had had some stuff. Uh, Doctor Strange had some stuff. Doctor Doom had. I was like, it's like why though? Why yeah. though? You know. <laughs> so 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 that game was fucking doomed from the start. And I actually don't think that there will be another Marvel versus Capcom game that will have the same roster of characters that we had in MVC two or even MVC three. Nor will it have the staying power because disney is notoriously fickle with how they license their things and how the much license left and right yeah so the golden age of crossovers uh like the mvc kind of stuff is done i feel but i feel like that, they'll, they'll that probably be another to, one that leads way to snk versus capcom again you know or capcom versus snk3 which they had a tech in one day that was all right Nah, that was, that was trash. <laughs> Street Fighter Cross and that game was trash. That's uh, yeah, probably all right. Nah, it's trash. It's remembered fondly. No, it's not. <laughs> it has a it has a fan base. No, it doesn't. 
It's still underground. No one likes going. it. No one's ever liked it. It it uh, it had it had. So the same year it was released, it got pulled from official tournaments, like Capcom branded <laughs> shit for this game. They're like, yeah, we're not doing this. There's no interest because the game was fucking trash. Yeah. <laughs> Rip, so, they, bro. so they took that. So Tekken took that and just put like Akuma in Tekken 7, you know, so that's what it is. But yeah, but uh, but yeah, dude. Uh, Put a little God, Kuma on it. You got me off track. You got me off track. So I'm just going to wrap up here because you keep just <laughs> spouting off at the mouth. <laughs> but yeah man uh main thing um uh we did we predicted the future once again that sony will be bringing more and more and more of their stuff to you know PC. pc and uh the fact that uh that's what i want to say street fighter 6's announcement um it was confirmed for you know all the major consoles so looking at well except for the switch of course but looking at it we're going to have full cross play again so one thing we predicted of of next generation is going to be you know defined by crossplay. It doesn't matter what console you have. If it's a multi-platform release, you could play with everyone. And so far, so far, that has been true. So that's we're still going on that thing of full, you know, ubiquity when it comes to like yeah. online play with your friends. So it doesn't matter what you own, uh, you can still play with your buddies, which I think is huge. Yeah, um, it's big. It should have been this way. It never should have gone the other direction. The I, old... I understand why it did, but I agree. Yeah. You know. It was all internet, dude. They was just like fight no, it was at the time though. Like like it was schoolyard shit, dude. Like I remember you ever got in a fight with a Nintendo kid? Never, dude. I sure have. Actually, <laughs> uh, you ever like I remember like on the playground like some of us were playing Mortal Kombat like you know we we're pretending to be the characters and or whatever yeah. and others were playing Street Fighter. I liked both games, right? But I was I was playing Mortal Kombat at the time and Street Fighter was like punched like, him in his dick, dude. No, like, <laughs> can't like, do that, Street Fighter. Yeah, dude. he's like he's like punched uh, him right in the Steam Deck. Oh, he goes, he goes. uh he goes, Akuma would, would beat up Sub-Zero, right? And then one of my buddies is like, Sub-Zero will rip off Akuma's fucking head. Like, whatever you choose, you're, you're going to have like this rabid fan base. But um, I think that crossplay is such a huge plus in in almost everything. And I, I get we need some semblance of fairness with like balancing the PC market. But in terms of like a fighting game, fucking let everybody play, man. That's yeah. all it is. Like people are like PCs can set up macros and shit. Console players have had fucking macros setting up shit too with like custom controls and shit too. Everyone can cheat on everything. Just bolster the player base with having everyone join up, you know? Like yeah. make your anti-cheat systems with tech macros and shit like that. That's what that's what your anti-cheat section is for. But getting everyone to play together and shit is like the bigger the bigger thing. I think I think the greater good outweighs the potential bad. So that's just me. Yeah. And that's where I feel like instead of banning cheaters, they should just put them in their own lobby. Yeah, that's been that's been a it's been a that, thing. That's been a thing. Yeah, for for put a them in cheaters. So uh, Modern Warfare, the, like the BR game, does that as well. So you can just if you cheat, you're just in a giant ass cheater lobby. <laughs> it's like aimbotting and yeah, it's bullshit. Uh, but yeah, dude, uh, good shit, good shit. Gonna GG, edit here. Guys. Uh, so like, that, share, subscribe. I'm Mr. Gimpy. Uh, journal, journal for sure. I'm Mr. Gimpy. That's uh, Chipmunk, Chip and uh, we will see you guys all next week on the Combo Wombo Podcast. Peace. Take care, everybody.